You may have played poker, but playing poker in Texas is a different animal. This is the Texas Poker Podcast with Tyler and Clint. Hello, this is the Texas Poker Podcast. I'm Tyler. This is Clint. What's up, y'all? And we are back with episode 79. Episode 79. So, as you and I'm sure all the podcast listeners were aware, I've been on one of the worst downswings I've been on in a while. No, absolutely. We've heard week after week. Yeah, it's a... Well, I actually had some wins last week, and I've actually been able to bust out of it. I mean, I had three wins last week, 300, 320, 300, and $100. And then last Friday... I had talked to you, and I was like, well, I don't know. I, I thought about going back to that game I reviewed at Stampede Houston and just having a good time and a couple other things. But I was like, I didn't really want the – like, I wasn't, like, in the mood for that game. I thought for sure that's where you were going to go whenever I talked to you on Friday, but – Well, you know, like, and I've heard Trooper say this a lot as far as having the different poker rooms. There's, like, a one for every mood over in Vegas – and it's one of the things I like about here in Houston now is used to you didn't have that. But now you can kind of go to a poker room. Sometimes I'm in the mood for Paramount. Sometimes I'm in the mood for 101 Katie or Texas Card House. And I just I had planned on going to Stampede, but I just didn't really feel in the mood for it. So end up deciding to go to Paramount. Downswing's taking a hit to the bankroll. I'm like a good, nice 1-2 game will be uh, just the thing I'm looking for. And I go into it, and it is just the best possible table you could you could imagine. I mean, people are betting crap loads on nothing, just everywhere. So, eventually get in, get into that game. And, and this is always one where it's like, you just want to run hot so bad, but whenever you run cold, it's so awful. Oh, 100%. Because, I mean, it's these games are great in the long run, but the variance is super high. And variance is something I'm concerned about when I'm... <laughs> I'm what I mean, like I say, not been running great, kind of tilted, so and I'm really wanting a decent session. Uh, I get in an Omaha hand there, and I get a huge... I do a huge bluff. And we were just talking about it. I was always telling you, don't bluff in Omaha and Texas. You're just getting called 100%. But that's not what I did. Uh, I have 8965. The flop is, I think, 35 to go, and it's like seven ways to the flop. Uh, flop is 5-7-ace, rainbow. Oh, I'm sorry, not rainbow, two diamonds. And do you have any diamonds? I have one diamond. So I do not have a flush draw, but I did flop a decent wrap. So a pair with a with a pretty good wrap. It checks all the way around to me. I'm on the button. And I'm like, well, nobody can have a nutted hand here. They're never checking two diamonds here. Uh, probably no nut flush draws here. So I'm like, well, let me just go ahead and pot this because nobody seems to be strong enough to call, which I think is fine here. Uh, the only thing is I didn't, the two diamonds is probably, may, maybe I should check there, but I go ahead and pot it for 180 and one player calls. 
the turn is a complete blank. I miss, he misses. Uh, he checks to me. I just decided to check behind. If he just called 180, I do not see firing here again. <laughs> that I can agree with. So the river's a blank again, and I've completely missed everything. I'm sitting with nine high in an Omaha pot. Probably going to be good here. Yeah, probably. I, I think I got a lot of showdown value here. Uh, he checks, and I'm like, well, from the flop check, he couldn't have been that strong. If he shows up with like the king high flush draw and just nothing, that's it, and he bricked, and I check this behind, this is a disaster. So I go all in, and he like looks at his cards for like three seconds and then folds and says, Good bet. And I was like, Well, I'll, man, I was, I don't think I've never done like an all in bluff in Omaha because I feel like in Texas, it's just, you're just getting called so much. I was pretty happy to get that one through because it was a pretty gigantic pot, too. I mean, it sounds gigantic. I mean, happy it worked out how it did, right? Oh, 100%. So, I guess I should say not. Don't You should never bluff, but in the right situation, I guess it's the, the right move. Uh, this is going to be, I mean, you want to talk about the most speculative of calls. So, I limp under the gun. In which I already know is a shitty play. Uh, but I have nine, seven of diamonds. And I'm like, well, I don't... I did kind of what you did, like, at 52, where I will call a raise with it, but I don't want to call a three bet with it. So I'm like, well, if I ra if someone's got queens and they raise or something, I can probably call here. Uh, still specu very speculative. But a three say. bet, I mean I can I definitely can't. <laughs> say, we're never hoping they have queens when you have nine seven of diamonds, but definitely not. <laughs> uh but I lump uh player bets twenty and then two others call. So now you're getting the price to call, so now you get to call. Well I mean <laughs> this is super I mean it's I have two dollars invested. It's eighteen to call. I'm Definitely cannot say that I'm getting the price, but I do call. I mean, <laughs> I mean, it sounds like your plan worked out perfectly to get your money in the middle. <laughs> yeah. I mean, one of the players is super aggressive. The other one who raised has only been raising good hands. So I'm like, well. 9-7's live, at least. Yeah. The flop is 9-7-4. Sounds nice. Yeah. I check to the pre-flop raiser praying that he bets, and he bets 50. Then I was like, then it comes around to the other kind of aggressive gambling player. I'm please, like, please call. He makes it $150. So This is always so tough. It's like, no matter, unless you fold, whatever you do is going to look so strong. N well, not much, because I have $153. Gotcha. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what happened. I, I forget what happened after that great all-in bluff at PLO. But uh, apparently, <laughs> we're, we're skipping over. Oh, I was about to say. <laughs> Not sure how I wound up here, but somehow I'm sitting there with $153 left. Uh, so um, some 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 bad things happened. Uh, that's all I can remember about that. I probably probably blocked it out. Uh, so I make it 153. The preflop raise uh, the uh, the preflop raiser folds. The other guy is like, well, it's three dollars to him. He's like he's like I. Thought I was good against him, not you. I wasn't worried about you. And then uh, he calls. He's got a four. So, it's, and it runs out. I'm good. 
So I went a pretty sizable pot there, and that's when it just kind of starts to really shoot up for me. Uh, this is one of the craziest hands I've ever played. Might be the craziest hand I've ever played. Uh, we are in, I am playing Omaha. Now, I know not our audience, for the most part, doesn't love Omaha, but it's one hand, and these are the big hands that happened. Uh, I have Ace, Ace, Six, Ten. It's 35 to go, comes to me. Any of your Aces suited? No. Okay, so we got Dry Aces. Okay, Dry gotcha. Aces, yeah. Good, uh, good call, I should mention that. Uh, and it comes to me, and it's like 30, everybody does 35, and I... In the past, have potted here. I was about to say, if me and you've learned anything, I would like a call here. Uh, yeah, I just like everything I read and study says that you're supposed to pot or with most aces, but I don't know. I've lost literally every single time. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've just gotten stacked. It's a uh, so I'm like, well, I call here. If I hit an ace, great. If I don't, you know, I don't just get stacked for my my entire stack. Uh, the flop is Jack Jack Seven. Just complete flop where I am completely done with it. The It checks all the way around. I'm like, well, this would be great if an ace came on the turn, and bam, an ace on the turn. I'm like, well, there's no way this checks all the way around again. So I check. It goes, checks around to a player who then bets 50. I'm like, that's perfect. There's a player who calls, which is great. I make it 200. What do you think about this? I like this. I like this a lot. Okay. I'm like, well, the now. Well, how someone, deep are you? Mm, I was pretty deep at this point. I had one, uh, another uh, good couple of hands. Uh, I like it more the deeper you are, right? Yeah, um, I probably was probably 650 effective. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I, I like it a lot then. If yeah. it's Because um, you're trying to get all the money in here with the essential nuts, right? Or the hypothetical nuts yeah exactly um, uh the player who bets 50 calls the other player folds the river's an ace well now you have the nuts yeah now i have quads and which i don't really feel like affects that much i mean at the at the time I'm like well now i'm beating quad jacks but i mean very unlikely he has quad jacks uh i figure at this point there's only one move depending on the considering the size of this pot, and that's to go all in because it does hold everything. I go all in. I've got him covered by probably like 200 maybe. And he snap calls, and I'm like, well, quad aces. And you could see his face. He's like, are, are you being serious? And then I show over quad aces, and he shows over quad jacks for me to hit the one-outer. God, I mean, literally, <laughs> the worst beat you can put on someone, right? You turn... A two-outer and then river the one-outer? Oh, yeah. I mean, it was a disastrous bad beat for this guy, and I was so happy about it. I mean, I didn't <laughs> celebrate that. I didn't really celebrate or anything. I'm just like, that's sick. That's really disgusting. I, I mean, like, I'm... I didn't celebrate right then, but whenever he went up, went up to go get more money, that's when I celebrated. Oh, man, I was cheering. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah nobody could have... Uh... But everybody was pretty shocked at quads over quads, and... I mean, Talia just was a one-outer that came at the right time because, you know, I'd already had a couple, you know, de like little wins. But, I mean, if I get stacked for, you know, 700 here, it just becomes just... I mean, it'd only be a $200 loss since I was only in for my original buy-in, but it would just be emotionally crushing. 
Um, and PLO bad beats at the other locations. I know it's quads beat, but is it quads beat by a straight flush or is it quads over quads a bad beat? I think usually it's quads over straight flush. I, I think so. I think in, I think in the PLO it almost has to be. Uh, yeah, I think you're right. But I was just kind of curious because if it was quads over quads, that would have been oh, sick yeah. if you're at some uh, place with a bad beat. Oh, 100%. So it was a uh, – so, I mean, at that point, I've just taken off, and I am – I'm just hitting just a ton of stuff. I mean, there are a lot of hands where I just hit top pair, win, and just going crazy. Then I have a bomb pot, a double board bomb pot, and I'm just going to go over the basics over, of this. But the one board is Jack-Jack-7. I have no I have no jack. When I, when I look at my hand, I don't see anything. And then on the other one, I have like a weird straight draw. So I'm like, I'm basically done with this hand. I check it. It Again, it checks around. The turn on the bottom board is a jack. So three jacks and a seven. And then the other one gives me like a little, a few more outs to a straight. So I'm like, I'm basically done. I'm about to check. I look at my hand and see I've misread my hand. I have quad jacks on the bottom board. Wait, quad jacks on the bottom board? Are they... Oh, because it was on the bottom board, so there's three jacks on the board. Exactly. Gotcha. Man, so, this seems just like a common theme for you. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> misreading I, your hand. Uh, uh, apparently so, man. This so, might be the third week in a row. I think it is. Because you misread your hand uh, to slow roll that guy when he got all pissed off at you t- uh, two weeks ago. I do remember that. I remember that. <laughs> he was uh, that, so mad. That I, that I, that I do remember. Uh, so I'm obviously... Uh, bet here uh get mo- uh, multiple calls and then on the river i river nut nut i river a straight for the nuts god dog and then uh bet get called two ways and obviously i scoop wow i got called two ways that's ridiculous yeah it was uh what did they have? Anything crazy or? Uh, I guess it ceases to matter when you. One me. had a eight pocket aces for a for a boat on that uh, bottom board. God, uh, that's brutal for him. What a great turn! I don't remember what the other guy had, but it was. I think he might have had a lower. I think I had the nut straight, and he might have had a lower straight. Uh, so it was just. I mean, just a game where everything fell right, and finally, it's a. Uh, I get I it's it becomes late. I work eighteen hours on Saturday. It's a Friday night. I pack it up and go home with a twelve hundred dollar twelve hundred ten dollar profit. That's where leaving, huh? Yeah, it was super super nice. Cause I mean, it's one thing to have string when you're in the middle of a downswing. It's a one thing to string like small wins together, which are very helpful. It's a whole nother thing to like get a win that really makes up some ground. So that's uh, about two thousand dollars I cleared in about two weeks, which is just very helpful when I'm in the middle. I mean, I don't play super high limits, so that's a decent amount and really helps on that. Just get me out of that funk. Nice, absolutely. Uh, so that was, and I know that like one guy table talk because I like pack up and I could hear him being like, "Well, he's leaving, so we don't get his money." So, like, yes. Yeah, I was like, I was like, I mean, I don't know what you're talking about, man. It's a, a well, I didn't say this, but I'm like, I'm not falling for that. <laughs> so, I mean, like, like you always say, I mean, you can't stay at the table forever. 
Yeah. Well, I mean, working 18 hours. I mean, my job still comes first since that's my primary income. If I work 18 hours the next day, it was going to be a short session no matter what. I'm glad it was a short session that way. Yeah, absolutely. Which was still about like three to four hours, but... Uh, so the game I go to last night was just kind of a disaster. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> uh, I have like a couple hands that were... Uh, really, all the hands come down to... Well, I do like this one. Uh, I have Ace Jack. There's a bet from early position from a very good player. Uh, I call. Uh, one other player calls. It comes Jack eight three. He bets and I call. With top pair, top kicker, the other guy folds. The turn is like a four like a very nothing card and he checks what do you do here hmm um so nothing card i probably bet for i mean you have top pair top kicker yeah I'd probably bet uh, yeah probably like we're probably half pot would probably be good kind of what i did that's what i bet about half pot uh which ended up being about 50 and then he checked raises to 150 mm. it's depressing <laughs> In that case, I, I would have checked. <laughs> In that case, I would have checked. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I ended up making the fold. Whenever I read this hand, at first I was wondering what you were folding um, to, really, like what you were worried about. But then, like, once I thought about it um, over a little while, I was thinking that we always talk about, like, what are you folding to and, like, what could he have that would make sense here? Seems like they always just have something good when they check when any time in a one three game someone check raises. That was kind of my thinking. Like the ace, like I mean, he's raised from early position. I think he has aces, kings, and queens that he can possibly have. I think a jack he never would play this way. Like I mean, it's just not. It's a hand with too much showdown value to check raise. You said the turn was an eight. Turn was like a four or something. It was the flop was Jack eight three. I bet he had Jack eight. He could. I mean, that's also a possibility. Yeah, I bet he had like some two pair. If I had to guess, that that would be my guess. It was probably a good fold. You're probably drawing to just one ace, or sorry, one of the three aces. Well, and you just, I mean, if you're gonna play these hand games, I mean, like the biggest exploit on these on these games is people will stack off a top pair. Well, if you're going to beat these low-limit games, you can't be a guy who stacks off with top pair. At least not... I mean, don't get me wrong. There are times you do take it to the river, and you do. But you shouldn't. it shouldn't be automatic if someone flops a set or something like that, that you should just be stacking off all the time. <laughs> well, you're saying when there's no draws and nothing comes in and you get check raised and you just have top pair, probably not a good move. Yeah, so, I, so yeah, regardless, a lot of times I don't put it in a vacuum. It's a, uh, I'm like, well, in this situation, what's the EV, you know, when you're check raised on a very dry flop? All right. Well, at least it sounds like you're at least playing, like, I don't want to say your A game, but at least you're playing well. So, uh, I thought that was a decent, I thought that was a good fold. Uh, and then I make that good fold to make a, just a god awful call on an Omaha pot with like 40th nuts 
for oh, a gigantic amount. This is the next hand? You just... I, I haven't mean, even... I, you were so tilted, I don't even know the hand. Oh, really? You never even told me it. So... <laughs> yeah, I mean, you were so tilted, you're just like, I lost an Omaha hand that I shouldn't have played. And I was like, or uh, that you shouldn't have done or whatever. I was like, okay. And then kind of left it at that every time we talked about it. So... It uh, uh, flop is Jack seven seven. What do you have? And I have, I think it's it's like a like a one gapper. Like I think uh, maybe two one gappers, but I have a seven with like nine high. Uh, it checks all the way around on the flop, on the turn, which doesn't really change anything. It's a smaller. Uh, it's a uh, God did it check all the way around the flop. Is either checked or it was a small, small bet. Uh, on the turn, end up making a call, thinking that my seven might be good. So it's Jack, Jack, seven. Jack, seven, seven. Oh, okay. I thought you said Jack, Jack. Okay, so you have trip sevens. No, it was checked all the way on the flop on there. Uh, the turn is kind of a small, un- unconnected card. Okay. Uh, checks all the way to the button, who then bets. How much did you bet? Uh, I think it was like pot. I have trip sevens. It was checked all the way around the first time. I make a call. Uh, one other person makes a call. The river gives me like a weird strike. God, okay. So it checks, checks to the button, who then makes it 150. And I'm like, there was a flush draw that missed. I'm like, I'm beating trip sevens here with ace kicker, which I don't know why that comes into play. No one's betting that here. <laughs> I mean, it was like, it was just the most retarded hand, man. Uh, I I make a call, and I don't know why. I think I was, I think I was a little tilted, because I mean, I had, it had gone like another hour, like an hour. You know how like card deadness gets to me? Like it had been like an hour and a half before I really got into a hand. Uh, and it was just a bad it's a really bad call. That's all I have to say about it. Were you good? <laughs> I was not good. <laughs> oh, he okay. actually flopped Jack Seven. <laughs> Sounds about right. Yeah. So it was a just a horribly, horribly played hand by me. It's a which is going to happen. You're, I mean, you're going to have ones that miss. <laughs> yeah, we've all been there. I mean, that's probably the the nicest way to sum up a hand that goes off the rails. <laughs> So, yeah, I was into the, that game for uh, 400 out for a big whopping zero. Uh, and it was, like, you're not going to win every session. You can't get be like, well, you know, it's a, it, it's crap. I lost. I mean, but the ones where I probably shouldn't have won this session, but I definitely should not be getting stacked there. Is a, Or I didn't get stacked there. I had like $23. Oh, okay. So out for 23 Uh No. I uh, put the $20 <laughs> on Jack 8 suited, and somehow it lost on my all-in bet. So, yeah, this is just, this, this session just way off the rails. Uh, but it's pretty tough. Like, the ones where you get cooler, those are going to happen. But the ones where you're making mistakes that cause you to lose more than you should, those are the ones that really get to you. Or at least get to you, yeah. Yeah, yeah those, those get to me. Uh and now we just ended up playing at 101 Katie. So why don't we go over some of your hands from there? 
Well, I played one other session before that too. Oh, okay. Which um, I ended up squeaking out. I'll just kind of give you the. I ended up with a in a bomb pot with king ten, which was a straight flush on one and second nuts being uh, tens full of kings. So I only lost a pocket kings. Okay. And ended up winning a gigantic pot there. So you scooped it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. God. I turned nice. turned the nuts the nine to ten straight. And then the river was a uh, an ace, so I could have been quartered with a lot of stuff. So you had a straight flush and a no 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 no. I had the straight, the nine to t- king straight. Oh okay. But the river was an ace, giving me the ace to ten straight. Oh, so but it that gave me a better straight. Okay. But I had the nuts to where now I had a lot of um, chop outs with like the same straight. Okay. Just because. Um, yeah, there's a lot of possibilities there. And then the other one, I just flopped the nuts. Well, not the nuts, but tens full of kings. Pretty pretty close. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it was like a three-way pot and scooped the whole thing. That was nice. Then I had one where I flopped a set, and the guy flopped a ace-high flush. Oh, God, that's hurtful. And it was a player who was playing wild, super drunk, and had been bluffing and playing, you know, crazy. I ended up calling um, all the way down on the river even when the board didn't pair. I mean, I knew if I actually got a board pair and he had the flush, I was getting every dollar. Um, Did not happen. And uh, I basically hit with that. So I ended up squeaking out a small win there, a few hundred bucks. Okay, very nice. 200, 250, something like that. I mean, it sucks for that set versus a flush hand, but when it's against a player like that, I mean, if you're going to get coolered and it's a wild player, I mean, just not much you can do about it. Here you go. I got a good topic for you, at least. So I had, it was either like Ace Jack or Ace or Jack 10, something like that. Um, I flopped a 10 and there was two clubs out there. And then um, I bet and then the turn was another club. And then it went check, check in the river with a club. So there's four clubs out there. Okay, and you just have top pair? Um, yes. Okay. So, I pot it. And uh, get the person to lay two pair down face up with no flush. Oh, wow. That's pretty nice. And then someone's like, and you're not even going to show them that you had it? And I was like, Ooh, you don't want me to turn this thing over. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, like... Okay, like, uh, your move was absolutely brilliant, but someone, like, not showing, like, they're making, they're making it seem like you just folded, like, a monster monster, but there's four clubs out there, right? Yes. So, I mean, that's a standard fold of two pair for that guy. I mean, I feel like when they're, like, people are like, well, you're not even going to show after he made such an amazing fold of two pair on a four-flush board. I mean, I don't know, that seems very standard. It seems like you... Read him right that he didn't have a flush, and I mean, I mean, you know me. Normally, I would show them, but you just brought it to my attention that you think showing bluffs is somewhat needling, so I decided not to show it. Oh yeah, so yeah, we were going over that Mister Doctor Batman and uh, Eric Person, and I, I, I don't know if you're messing with me, like, cause so the big thing is is like. If nobody's seen the video, Mr. Dr. Batman has all these cards that basically needles opponents when they lose to him. And then person stacks him and just goes off on him. 
and we were kind of going like, and me and Tyler just found it hilarious. But while I was playing Devil's Advocate, well, and you're like, well, Eric Person just des- deserved desire. What am I trying to say? I was about to say, hold up. Deserved to to basically do all of that. And I agree. I thought it was hilarious. I thought it was well justified. 100% on a person's side on this one. But I was like, well, he did go at him hard. And I was like, I don't think he's trying. I I think the guy is just kind of corny and not really meaning it as a horrid trying to needle. And then you brought to your attention, you love showing bluffs. Well, no, because you were like, I needle people. So I don't needle anybody. I never even say anything at the table. You're the one who at least talks to people. Yeah. you. you and then not. you said, I needle everyone. You needle. So when you show the bluffs, <laughs> that is 100% giving the middle. I mean, it's basically just giving the middle finger to the guy who you bluffed. It's a, 100% a needle. And I'm still not sure if you're messing with me that you think it's not a needle. <laughs> Um, well, when I say it's not like, I guess sometimes I get so wrapped up into trying to create an image and things that like before I kind of thought it was a needle and now I just do it more out of strategy that like, I don't even think anything of it. I'm just like, Ooh, this is going to get me value later. Oh, there is strategy to it. I mean, like I'm definitely not, I'm definitely not saying that you don't have a strategic play here and I do see value in the strategy. I think sometimes it backfires, but I mean, I will say I do see that there is a legitimate strategic strategy you have. But to say it's not needling, <laughs> I mean, it is absolutely just blatantly just, I mean, I, like, I don't know that you can possibly, I, like I say, you might just be messing with me. I don't know. <laughs> well, I guess whenever I was saying it to you, I guess I just don't really, like, I don't think of it as needling when I'm doing it just because I'm more thinking of it as the strategy to that table or that game. <laughs> so it's not needling when you bluff someone out of a huge pot you throw the cards down and that are face up and show them that they just got bluffed i mean like i don't know what you would ever consider needling if that's not needling that's like the ultimate needle <laughs> i mean if it wasn't the worst nickname ever that'd be a sick nickname <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I think slow rolling is probably more of a needle, right? Uh, I put them on the same level. I mean, like, slow rolling is worse because there is no actual strategy to it. And, like, there is, like, bluff. I mean, showing a bluff, there is, like, a strategy to it. So, I guess slow rolling 100% is probably the worst. Yeah, you're right. Slow rolling is a worse needle than that. But... I would definitely say it's needling, without a doubt. The sli- It's like tacking. It's a small needle. Oh, it's a huge needle. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I didn't show the bluff because you had told me that, and I was like, well, meh. I guess. I was like, I don't know. I was like, maybe I won't show the bluff this time? Because, I mean, the strategy is nice whenever you can bluff on those four cards in a heads-up pot whenever it's like four of the same suit. Works a yeah. ton of the time. I mean... Oh, yeah. Oh, 100%. That's a really... I think that was a really good heads-up play. That's a very, very uh, well-thought-out play right there. But, uh, yeah, that was basically it. I um, And then we went to Doghouse today. Or not Doghouse. Where did we go? We went to 101 Katie today. And, um, dude, you want know to talk about the worst is, like, just whenever you 
sit down at the session and you're ready to play and just start off so cold at the beginning. I mean, I basically went through my first bullet in like two orbits. Yeah, you were ice cold at the beginning. Well, here's the thing is it's worse when you're ice cold when you're getting cards. Because you were actually getting... Because I had talked to you about it afterwards, and I was like, it seems like your VPIP is way too high, but, like, I don't know. And you were like, no, I was just getting really good hands. Oh, yeah, pocket queens, king queen suited, stuff like that. I mean, all the pocket pairs, the small ones. I mean, you're still going to be playing those. Yeah, well, 100%. Uh, and it's weird, because it's like, with the pocket pairs, like, sometimes I'll flop, like, a straight draw with my pocket pair. But then it's like, I don't know if, if I hit my set, is that really that great of a card to hit? Because if you hit your set, then someone else has a four-liner to a straight. Are you... Uh, well, I mean, I think you play it differently at that point. So is it... An, I mean, it only matters really if it's an open-ended straight draw, if it's a multi-way paw, right? No, no, true, true. But it was... I don't know. I, just, I was in a weird... I don't really remember the exact... I just had been kind of in that weird situation, not just today, but a time before, too, where it's like... Some of those where it's like, do I even really want the set or do I want to hit the gutter to the straight? Uh, like, I know you double block the other card, but it's, yeah. uh, I don't know. I was kind of in some of those weird spots, but um, here's the weird one for you. Not the weird one. Uh, one I found somewhat annoying. I guess, like you said, it's not even annoying. It's um, obviously how you should play this hand, okay. but I'm in the big blind with pocket fours. Um, uh, button straddle. I call the six. Everyone calls the six. Ends up going right back to the uh, cutoff. He makes it 18. Everyone, uh, the other two guys, or uh, other guys fold. I call the 18. The guy to my left under the gun, he then makes it 95. Okay. And I'm not getting the odds for this. Um, the original razor calls. I fold. Um, we're about 500 effective. Probably. Okay. Um, flop comes two, three, four rainbow. I was like, dang guy had pocket aces, but I mean, I don't want, not even that interesting, but that was kind of the session I was having after starting off ice cold and that hand kind of, Felt like it was kind of piling on. Yeah, if that the three bet doesn't happen, I mean, you you make that. Yeah, I mean, I can see it being frustrating. I mean, on that, especially well, because we had talked about it, and there was one that really got to you. It was a hand you would never play in that situation, but and those don't get to me at all. But the ones that you can justify playing and that you normally would have played, those do get to me a little bit because you are like, God, how many t sets am I gonna flop and Really would have had that one. Those ones that are on the cusp of playing, those do eat at you a little bit. Uh, you can agree that once it's 95, you're never calling. Oh, 100%. There's no, okay. I mean, 100%. That's <laughs> e e not even a fold. That's a very easy fold. Okay, well, you were saying on the cusp of playing. I didn't know. Well, I mean, no, I mean, on the cusp of, like, you could have played it had it, like, not been gone three differently. Yeah, okay. yeah, I was making sure that's what you were saying, because I was like, ooh, could I have called? <laughs> I was like, I would normally fold. I mean, you could do anything you want, but you can't profitably claw. I will say that. <laughs> yeah, and I'd hate to do that. So, um, and then I played a few other hands. Nothing, I mean, basically just miss, miss, missing, which was not great for me. Um, I got hit so hard at the beginning that I had to add on. And then I'm like two hands away from being done, right? 
I get ace jack of diamonds. I make it 20 to go. I get uh, three callers. Okay. The flop comes ace jack queen. I bet like 75. Okay. Um, one guy calls, the other two fold. I'm sitting there thinking, no king, no 10. No king, no 10. Turn is a king. I'm like, well, that's the worst one, basically, you know. So now it's a one-liner to a 10 strike. Yep. And then I think he bet like 60. Still a call here, right? I did call. Yeah, I would think so. And then the river is another king. I check, he checks. He has queen 10 for the straight. I get. I would say the river probably saved you money, but I, you're probably never f- calling there anyway. So. I mean, I don't even really know what I was hoping for, right? I yeah. Mean, so I was super tilted with that one because that went from being like, I mean, it was already going to be a horrid session to now I'm down to 150 bucks on my last hand. Yeah. And I was like, well, I mean, of course he hits the spikes of the king on me because um, that ended up being a pretty big pot for my stack, especially. Yeah. Um, so then <laughs> this hand happened. So you get up and leave. Um, I have, so it goes, someone makes it 35. I must've been in the big blind because I was, I got to see all the action. Okay. So I guess some, one of the guys opened it up to probably, I think he limped and then someone goes 45 and it goes call, call. Okay. I have 150 behind. I was like, well, whatever. I have five deuce of diamonds. I just go all in. (laughs) The guy behind me who hasn't done anything ships 600 in. Yeah, that's that's a pretty strong play. I'm like, well, if we thought we were dead before. And then gets called. And then it goes full, full for the other 45s. So... This is where like I come in because I all like I've been just like messing around. I wanted went to go cash out, and all I all I remember seeing is coming to the table and having you having no chips in front of you and this giant pile of chips. I was like, I was like, what in the god's name happened? And you're like, I'm all, you know, I'm all in. I'm probably not, I'm probably behind. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm probably gonna lose. Yeah, <laughs> I mean. You want to talk about, like, just me, like, in total, like, what in disarray. What was the flop? It was a beauty. Five to, like, eight, maybe? Yeah, something like that. I mean, like, so it's like five to eight, and then you yell out, I got two pair. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, you're in all in for 150 bucks. Like, how in God's name do you ever have two pair on this board? Turn is a blank. River is a deuce. So then I got to go have full house. <laughs> and I was up against Ace King and Pocket Tens, both legitimate hands. <laughs> but can't hold up to that five deuce right there. I was, I mean, I was so flabbergasted by that. Yeah, I mean, they did say good action. I said, yep, yep, goodbye. And that's the first time, because I told him it was my last hand no matter what. Yeah. And I told him I'm probably going to lose, so bye. Uh, 
Well, like when the, the guy to your left, did he like he mentioned you were leaving? Like, cause I, saw, I heard someone talking about you leaving, and I'm like, you we've been there five straight hours. No, no, no. The dealer was like, oh wait, you're leaving, and he was like, yeah, he said he was leaving. Oh, so he was clarifying what you said. Well, because the dealer had just sat down. It was a dealer change. Uh And she was like, wait, you're leaving? And I was like, oh, no, I was. And he was like, no, he said he was leaving before the hand. Because she posted my small blind. Right. But I had already said I was leaving. I really didn't want the small blind. Yeah. Um, But then she was like, oh, wait, you're leaving? Because she had just. She had just posted my small blind. Okay, I thought someone was talking crap, like you were trying to hit and run, and I was no. like, I was like, you'd mentioned it before. The, the no, uh, no, no, no. The, the dealer had just posted my blind, okay. which I wasn't going to make a big, you know, I just whatever. And then, because I think maybe she thought because I, I folded so quick because I got six deuce, which was not as good as five deuce, so I folded. I mean, hundred so, percent, much harder to make a straight. You know I how mean. sick it would have been if I would have got like aces or kings and been like, well, let's just run it again, all in. <laughs> I was waiting for like Ace King there and just ship it right there with all my chips in array. Just scream parlay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that concluded my session. And if you can believe it, it was a negative one. <laughs> Sounds like from the beginning. Although a good ending to that negative session, I will say that. Yeah, I mean, when you're down to your last 150 bucks, I mean, I was just like, wow, this has just gone all sorts of bad for me. Well. That's the that's the way. I mean, we make all those great folds and all that, and do that and get killed, and then we do crazy shit, and oh, then bam. I didn't even talk about this hand for you. Okay. I have pocket jacks in the. I don't remember where I was. I was relatively early, maybe like under the gun. I made it twenty. I get two callers. The flop comes. Yeah, two callers. The flop comes eight nine three, with a flush draw on board. And I was like, well, I can size up from all the random straight draws, all the random um, flush draws, just being um, hearts or um, six, seven, obviously, and jack 10, right? Right. <laughs> okay. Um, so I bet 50. And um, might have been a little bit less, but I think I bet 50. One guy folds and the other guy ships it for like 500. <laughs> yeah, I remember seeing this. Uh, and I mean, I knew I was just like, wow, obviously this is a fold. Yeah, this is the most obvious. This is, so either it, so you said there is a flush draw out there. Flush draw, straight draw. So. I thought it was a set all day is what I was thinking. It was, so either it's a set, two pair, or what you're obviously just drawing damn near dead to. Yeah. Uh, I guess two pair. I mean, there are some outs, but uh, especially you can turn a lot of outs. Uh, but those two you're drawing very slim to dead to. Then, if it's a draw, like a, say, like it's an ace high heart draw, you're really only fifty fifty. And like you and I said, how often are people just shipping in with an ace high flush draw? Very slim, especially for that amount. Yeah. So, so tell me what you do here. I folded. You folded, yeah. And he showed uh, eight, nine of diamonds. I thought that was a very disciplined fold. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, I think that should be a standard fold. But, I mean, both me and you can talk ourselves into some stupid shit here and there. <laughs> Reference last hand. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, but that was just kind of the se- how the session had been going. And, um, man, there was that one where I three bet, or I, I three bet in position. 
I had a random deuce in my hand. That was that flop that came deuce, deuce, queen. Okay. And then I had bet pretty big, and unfortunately no one called. But What did you have there? I had a deuce somehow. I think I had like a suited deuce. I mean, this happened a couple times. Because I remember like there was one where you pre-flop raised big, very big. It was like $35. Uh, it gets called all the way around, and it's like 5-5 five, five, queen. And it comes all, or like it was five, actually it was five, five, something, uh, something else. But it goes all the way around to you. And I'm like, well, here's Tyler bluffing here. And uh, it's, uh, and sure enough, everybody folds to you. And then you show a five. And I was like, well, too bad he didn't get action on that because nobody would put you on a five there. Yeah. So it's crazy how five, six flops. <laughs> Is that what you had? Five, yeah, six there? Yeah. But... Okay. That makes sense. I was thinking ace, five suited or five, six. No. And then the other guy was like, I folded king five pre flop because you raised so big. Oh, God. I told myself I would have been crying. That would have been bad. I mean, yeah. I mean, he covered me too at that point. So, yeah. That's why I got her maybe he's a big with the five, six suited. Yeah. That, get those, <laughs> get those shitty king five suited hands out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, that was that session. I mean, I like that I folded the Jack's hand. I like that I won the five deuce hand. And <laughs> I hated that I got rivered. Um, yeah. Or, I mean, ran so bad early at the beginning. Because it was like I actually did pretty good. After, well, no, I didn't. The whole thing was a disaster. What happened to you? <laughs> <laughs> what am I talking about? I mean, the session was saved based on a random jam with no equity. <laughs> so... Yeah, the whole thing was a disaster. At least I got a burrito bowl. So. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Real bowls are good. <laughs> yeah, uh, I was like, saying I played it. No, no, no. <laughs> no, it was just a complete, just off the rails. Or what do you say? We all miss sometimes. So that was at the session. Yeah, there we go. Uh, my session, so I'm not going to say like one hand that like got it there. So it was a very like, grindy session for me. I went down very early. So you got hit hard early, too. Me and you both were the ones kind of feeding the game at the beginning. I mean, got hit down so hard early. Uh, I bought in for only 300 Did not even come with enough money to play. Did not realize <laughs> I had almost no money to play. So I buy in for 300 I've got, like, 150 <laughs> back behind. Uh, and then I get hit super, like, just... I mean, any one. amount is a, a ton. <laughs> and I get, like... You know, 200 and then the 150. Uh, and then I do get some hands. It, but it's weird because a lot of the hands spin off of the way the table played. Where everybody bet like like one-sixth and one-fifth pot. Where it was... And th this is not the first time I've, we've said this about 101, Katie. Where it is just super small bets into what is pretty big pots. Oh, yeah. I mean... <laughs> like whenever I make it 15 and someone makes it 30 and they're like, are you going to fold? I'm like, I'm calling literally anything I bet 15 with. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, so I was like, you don't even have to ask. Just It's an automatic call when I get min clicked like that. I mean, super small three bets, super small bets into the pot. So it was, and a lot of these sessions will kill you, but like, because I mean, you have odds to call, but you are going to miss more often than you don't. It's kind of like sports betting when it's like plus 500. I mean, you when you make that bet of 100 to 1,500, you're going to lose almost all the time. But when you if you hit one out of four times, it's still a winning bet in the long run. Uh, 
And that's what kind of this is. You're going to lose most of the time, but when you hit, you are going to be okay. And these were ones I actually did come up and hit some decent hands. I got three bet when I had A6 suited. But it was, but I made it 15, Clark. and it, he made it 35. Yeah. I'm so. just like, well, if he's got kings, I mean, you just never know. And, I mean, the flop is 6-3-3, three, three, and it runs out. Well, and he had ace-king because he made, I bet the flop. He just called the flop. The turn goes check, check. And then on the river, he bets like $40, and I've got, you know, i got a boat. So I'm 40 to, if you give me $40 into $200, you're gonna have to show down. So uh, then I had one where I ran out and do a. Str- I had a top pair and ran out and do a straight. But again, just betting so tiny into these pots, it seems like a mistake that a lot of new players make, right? Yeah, it definitely does. It well, like it, I will say this about there, like either it seems like new players who are really unsure of how to play with like pot odds or anything like that. Or it's been very grindy tables where they actually like it. I every table's either been really good or really bad. I've been there. Like you said though, way back whenever we before we started studying, and you know I was only very uh, what would it be very casually playing, I guess. You know, you would ask me, you know, well, how much was the pot? I'm like, I don't know. I mean, I bet twenty bucks just because it seemed like a good amount to bet that time. You know, so like, I think a lot of times, like you think, you know, 20 bucks is a lot of money or 30 bucks, 50 bucks. But if the pot is a thousand, it's not that much. Right. So that's one thing I do think a lot of players, whenever you, before you start studying, just don't even consider. Oh yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah, I do. I didn't realize that at the time. I think cause I came from a background of online poker where it was like, I mean, you just knew the pot. Like, I remember the first time I ever played live cash game poker. I think I was at Ala Capri. And I was so flabbergasted because I was so used to seeing a, the pot and seeing exactly how much it is. And I was like, how do I keep up with, like, how much the pot is? I mean, I just was thrown on, like, I was so used to having a number there. <laughs> Close, like, what's 20 times 5? Someone quick! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, you know, you're nervous because your first time you like, I don't know how to do the chips and, you know, like a la Capri back in the day, everybody knows each other's name and like it was, uh, so yeah, a hundred percent. It's hard to think back to when we were that way, but yeah, a hundred percent. It's, it, it makes for a lot of bets that don't make a lot of sense, which is very good for, you know, profit. Good, and drawing. Long yeah. If you're, if you're someone who's drawing and someone's betting, one ninth pot. It's great. Yeah, I mean, a hundred percent. So it's a. I just was down the entire session. Was not really, and then finally caught fire for a little bit, and was able to grind. I mean, it's one of those that I was really happy with this win. It was only a ninety dollar win, but it was easily something that could have been just me being stacked because it was one of those sessions. It was just very grindy. Absolutely. I mean. It's great to win, right? I mean, take that any day of the week. Yeah, I mean, take uh, any... Yeah, exactly. I think, you know, it's doesn't sound great, but, I mean, for the hourly we paid, it was 17 an hour, which, you know, you're not going to... Lo- I mean, not the dream come true, but you know what? If I could get there 17 an hour all the time, I'd be happy with that. I mean, it'll still keep you playing the lottery. But on that note, <laughs> this is the Texas Poker Podcast. We'll talk to you next week. <laughs> 
That was the Texas Poker Podcast. Go ahead and rack up. Add time and we'll see you next week.